Kilda, um, this is Pip. Um, I hope you're going okay. Um, it's Aleppo week. I just decided that as I was walking down the hallway towards here where I'm recording, <laughs> I suddenly thought, Aleppo. Um, uh, Aleppo. There's going to be lots of French, and I did French at school, and I still can't pronounce it. So please have patience with me, and apologies to anyone who speaks French and yeah I'm just really sorry so you may know that Urlepo is sort of a loose gathering of mainly French speaking writers and mathematicians and what they did was sought to create work through constraint so um, some famous Urlepo people are Georges Perec Italo Calvino, Oscar Pasteur, and um, Raymond Quinier, who um, wrote a magnificent book, which hopefully I'll talk about later in the week. Um, I'm very nervous about this, you can tell, because what we've been doing up until now is we've been using our our bodies and our minds and our memories and our surroundings and all things that are close at hand to sort of just freely write and kind of just yeah have some fun um these exercises are a little bit more um maths orientated um Ulepo is kind of the math rock of literature I'm going to say that there we go what these are a good way of thinking of these are tiny little machines that set in motion um interesting and exciting outcomes so um, we put something into this machine and something comes out which is often very separate from what we might have thought of and that's why I find these exercises really useful and exciting. Um, we are going to start today with probably one of the most famous Ulepo exercises which was originally called N plus 7 but um, is sort of known a little bit more widely now as W plus minus N. So that's frightening, I'm sure, because that sounds like maths. But it's actually quite a lot of fun. This is a replacement exercise. So what you're going to need is a little, is slightly more props. Um, you're going to need, first of all, a text that you are going to run through this process. Now you could use um, a piece of your own writing, you could also use um, a paragraph from a novel that you're reading. One way that this works exceptionally well is if you use something very very unliterary so you might like to google um, an IRD form, um, you might like to go to a news item, um, you might have some a set of instructions close by um, those sorts of things. A recipe also works quite well in this exercise. So you need that and the next thing you need is a vocab list. Now um, I have always done this using a dictionary like an old school dictionary um, yeah that, that like a Webster's or something like that so just an old school dictionary but there are several other options. Um, if you google um, vocab list 
or if you put in an internet search for um, vocab list, um, you'll often find spelling bee vocab lists um, that are used in the States. They sort of practice things for people um, who are doing spelling bees. Um, another idea for this is that um, there is an amazing machine on the internet which um, is at spoonbill.org slash n plus seven slash so this is an n plus seven machine so what you can do is actually enter a word um, go down the bottom submit it and it'll give you um, n plus one n plus two n plus three you don't know what any of that means yet I'm very bad at explaining these exercises so go and grab a dictionary and a piece of writing so I'll just give you a couple of minutes to do that Okay, now you have in front of you the text that you're going to be working with and you have some kind of vocab list that you're going to use or you're using that spoonbill.org um, M plus 7 machine. Right, now this is a replacement exercise and we are going to do the original M plus 7 which means that what you're going to do is go through the text. What I'd recommend is that you just do this a paragraph at a time because I'm just going to give you three minutes to have a go and see if you like the taste of it. And you are going to circle every noun that is in the text. So a noun is a naming word. Um, I was surprised to find out <laughs> that there are abstract nouns and concrete nouns, but also I was surprised to find out that names are also nouns. So um, my name Pip is a noun, uh, the city I live in, um, Whanganui Atara, that's a noun. Um, oh, maybe that's more complicated. Actually, yeah, so naming words like um, Toyota, those sorts of things. So you're gonna circle every naming word that you can find. The next thing that you're going to do is you are going to find that word in your vocab list and you are going to scan down your vocab list to find the seventh noun after it in your vocab list. And you are going to replace the original word with that word in your text. So I'm just going to give you for instance, here's a for instance, I'll put the word cat into um, the uh, Spoonbill M plus 7 and it tells me that M plus 7 is cataract. So I would, instead of saying the cat sat on the mat, I would say the cataract sat on the material. So you can see how this really messes with everything. Um, so you can see also why you get very unexpected results from this um, and it's an interesting exercise because it seems at first not to um, need any creativity at all. The creativity comes in the constraint and then we simply run through the process. So 
that is what I'm going to ask you to do for three minutes is just to go through replacing these nouns um, as you go um, yeah so I'll let you do that for three minutes Okay, now, what you have right now is either an intense frustration <laughs> or you'll think, hmm, that was weird. Or you might think, oh, I like that. So, or anything in between that, obviously. Your reaction is your reaction. I will try to not control it. Um, <laughs> I get very nervous with these because I think you've turned it on and then what if you hate it? But okay, so what you've done is you've, you've had a bit of a taste for this, this sort of machine. Um, there are several other ways of doing this exercise which are not quite as um, rigid. Um, I was thinking that you could do this by simple word association. So when you come across a noun, let's take the cat's hat on the mat, 
cat might make you think of um, crimson for some reason and you, you could do it that way as well. You could simply word associate with the nouns. If you were working with friends, um, they could offer you, you could say a word and they could offer you a word back and you could use that. Um, I also thought that rhyme could be fun with this as well. Like um, if you had cat, you could try and find a noun that rhymed with cat and just replace it with that. What we're trying to do is get as much randomness in there as possible. And what I like about this is that um, I have ticks and my writing often sounds the same to me it sounds very samey but this exercise kind of forces me to be someone else almost it forces me to into parts of the dictionary that I don't normally go it forces me into words that I don't normally use so that's what I think is interesting about this exercise what you have in front of you um, you may like to carry on with like you you may like to carry on with this and um, complete all the nouns in the um, paragraph that you have but what you also might find is that you've got one sentence which is just so strange that you want to investigate it more in which case you can take that one sentence and maybe free write for a couple of minutes so yeah there you go n plus seven don't forget about that generator it's at spoonbill.org slash n plus seven slash so thank you very much for the person who made that machine it's exceptionally fun. Um, yeah, I hope that was fun. Um, yeah, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you.